0: what's going on beautiful people the black hokage here aka tbh and i'd like to welcome you guys back to my show hokage thoughts the show where ain't no hoes but we do think out loud here on apple podcast spotify wherever you choose to listen to this goddamn show um today which i'm recording is june 16th 2021 and what's new with me i was featured on bet you like how that rhymed? that was off the top of the dome by the way uh uh no shit no shit no real talk real talk i was featured on bet for those of you don't know actually let me show you guys for uh for those watching the video version youtube.com slash the black if you've never seen the video version of the podcast so i was featured on the bet network specifically their their youtube channel they got 3.1 million followers. i mean everybody knows the fucking network um I did a video with them basically being like I don't know the voice of gaming or like representing gaming I guess BET is trying to get into the gaming space or whatever um, and they reached out to me a long time ago uh, and they said they wanted to feature me and talk about it because they heard through the gay uh, contrary to what people believe because actually I just literally dropped a video called uh, apex Karen or some shit like that uh, and literally the top comment I saw on there when I was looking at the comments is, you fell off I thought that was really funny because uh, I was like contrary to what you think uh, somehow I'm still being featured on television. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so yeah, they reached out cause they heard through the grapevine that I'm the OG uh, trailblazer. Uh, so basically they profiled me, uh, nothing too crazy. Um, just basically talking about a little bit about my journey, what I do, who I fuck with. And then I also use the platform to shout out some people that I fuck with as well. So I, not only did I talk about me, but I also talked about GI as well as uh, four other content creators, uh, including uh, agent Aaron Simon, spawn on me and miss Jordy. Um, so it's a really dope video, nothing too crazy, but it was cool that they profiled me. Um, if y'all could do me a favor, actually go on over to the beach if you're watching the video version of youtube.com slash the black okage this podcast. Uh, I'm showing it on the screen right here. The title of the and if, and then if you're not, you're watching the audio, you're listening to the audio version. The title of the video is keep it simple-gaming with the black okage, or just search the black okage B-E-T on YouTube and you'll be able to find the video. Um, I need everybody to go over there and spam up the like button leave a comment saying TBH uh, sent me or something like that just show us some love Um, what's the name fun fact though this video I, I shot this video back in February I shot this back in February so this video was actually supposed to be and this is the reason towards the end of the video I shouted out other black content creators and this is also the reason why I didn't do my annual shout out of black content creators during black history month this was supposed to be a black history Month video I Don't know what happened. Uh, I don't I don't know. I I actually didn't even think this video was gonna come out Um, And it was like I was a little frustrated But then at the same time I wasn't that big of a deal because BET cut me a nice check So whatever Uh, as long as the, the check cleared whatever so I didn't think this video was gonna come out And then I got an email out of the blue like a couple weeks ago And they was like hey, we finally finished the video even though I know we planned it for, for Black History Month, but, you know, we ran into some issues, some politics, or some shit like that. Whatever. It all worked itself out. They edited it up. They re-edited it so it didn't seem like it was a Black History Month video. They edited it out, out some of the things that I said or whatever, um, and they just changed it to, like, a profile video for me. Uh, the video actually turned out dope. It was in, like, I was actually really nervous for this video because I didn't know how this video was going to turn out. All I saw was it hit the sub box and they put a premiere on it saying that it was supposed to drop June 14th. They put that up like three days before the video had dropped. I didn't know. I put it in the group DM. First of all, I, yeah, I put it in the group DM. I was like, yo, I don't know what this is going to be, but I was like, we're going to see. And then JG watched them in the last stream the video. It turned out fine. Um... So yeah, shout out to BET for featuring me. I know I fell off, but we on TV, whatever. And you know, it's, you know it's the crazy part, like people on Twitter was like going crazy. Like, yo, that's mad inspirational, the growth, all this other shit. Cause like I've been trying to focus on just, you know, being more positive, you know, joking around, playing with my friends and shit like that. Like I'm, there's certain things that I'm just, I'm off of now that I'm older uh, certain things I just don't care about anymore. So, but I was, I was saying on Twitter, I was like, yo, uh, it was getting mad love. I was like, yo, this shit light, yo, this shit is fucking light. This is, this is just the tip of the iceberg right here. Uh, we just getting started. So like for the people that be listening to the podcast, cause I swear like the last three episodes, I've I've been saying like I haven't been uploading content consistently as much is because I've been kind of tired I've been working things like behind the scenes Uh, This is just a small taste of it coming into fruition Uh, There's (laughs) there's more there's bigger stuff coming. Uh, So this is just the tip of the iceberg a small little W or whatever Um, Which by the way by the time this drops uh, I should have consistent content on my YouTube channel Uh, The focus of the YouTube channel is probably going to be more so let me switch back to uh, full screen. The focus of the the YouTube channel is probably going to be more so just like Twitch highlights and then maybe game reviews. I don't know. I'm still kind of on the fence about that. I've kind of lost passion for like doing game reviews. I just don't care to share my opinions on anything anymore. Like the older I get, the less I want to talk. This is the most talking I do on this damn podcast. The GI podcast as well. as I got a new podcast, by the way. It's called Loosely Outlined, it's with my friend Zaya. Um, I've seen some people, people are fucking with it by the way, Heavy, I think that that podcast has the potential to blow up. uh, Cause when we started the channel, we only had like 200 subscribers. I just put out a tweet, I didn't really promote it, uh, other than the video I put on my original channel. But the first episode is sitting at 12,000 views um, with no real promotion. We just dropped the second episode. It's already sitting at 5,000 views. Uh, We just passed I think the 4,000 subscriber mark or whatever So if y'all could do me a favor make sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel loosely outlined. Hold up Uh, I've seen some people um, I've seen some people saying like who is she or whatever. This is actually a friend of mine that I've known for seven years now uh, like it's one of them like personal relationships that like we just cool but like we always kind of joked around like let's do a podcast or whatever because we always have like very interesting and introspective and funny conversations that be all over the place and then we was like yo what should we call the podcast uh, and she's like everything is like so loosely outlined and I was like well why not call it that she's like what I was like let's call the podcast loosely outlined I was like we'd be all over the place right and she's like huh and then she let it marinate for like a day she's like yeah I think I like that. I was like let's just go with it I was like let's not overthink this shit right Uh, So literally, we'd be talking about everything from A to Z, serious topics, funny stuff, a little bit of gaming, but it's more like life stuff, more lifestyle type of stuff um people are fucking with it heavy uh the chemistry i think uh i think i've seen people say in the comments which i really like people are like you could tell they're generally like actually you could tell we talk to one another like it's not like a business relationship i seen somebody leave a comment saying that uh you could tell when like it's a business relationship when like two or three people are put together for a podcast specifically for that business reason but you could tell me and her like we've been friends for a long time because we can finish each other's sentences uh, like we feed off of each other's jokes and like energy and shit like that. So like people are fucking with the chemistry and based off this early data, I think like this has potentially to be pretty big if we can stay consistent with it and it's like in real life shit so youtube.com slash loosely outlined if you're checking out the audio you're listening to the audio version i got it up on the video the video version youtube.com slash the black okage go hit the like button subscribe all that bullshit show some love i lied we're at 3.5 subscribers uh we just this is like a side project just trying to like slowly grow it or whatever, but what I will say is, what I will say, because we talk about a lot of life stuff on there, I don't want my content, like, intertwining with one another, sorry, I'm, like, all over the place, but I guess this is why this fucking podcast sucks, and you should rate it five stars, Um, because, like, uh, we talk about a lot of lifestyle stuff on there, I don't want, like, my content kind of, like, intertwining, so I'm just putting this out there, I'm just putting this out there, this is a thought that I have had, that, like, if this can continue to grow at the rate that it's growing, and it continues to do really well, people are fucking with it, um i might fuck around and stop doing this podcast because i don't want to have because not only do i have like i not only do i have this i just took on but then i also have stuff going on behind the scenes different types of i don't know for legal reasons like new things that i'm working on that's going to keep me busy uh i don't want to have too many podcasts and then i'm not going to stop doing the gi one that's the gaming one and then like i kind of talk about life in this one so it's like what's the point of having this and that when i can just do it with her and like to be honest uh she's a feminine asset like a lot of you little horny motherfuckers are gonna watch it because you see me talking to like a pretty girl or whatever but it also gives like a different perspective so like we can talk about the same topics but then you can also get the male and the female perspective and her energy match i think that's why we're pretty like we're really cool her energy matches mine really well like i'm a very nonchalant kind of laid-back person and she is too she's not like over dramatic and all this shit uh she's very reasonable with her opinions and like a lot of times we disagree but like it's a very it's always a very respectful conversation uh, like you'll see it like in the second episode like there's things that we agree and disagree on but like it's always it's it's healthy dialogue it's healthy dialogue so i think you guys should check it out at youtube.com slash uh, lose the outline we haven't even gotten past the fucking intro and also check out the go support that bet video go hit the fucking like button um but yeah rate this show five stars on apple podcast so we can move up the show i'll move up the show it can move up the algorithm which in turns bring in new listeners uh if you want to financially support the show please consider sending a donation to the Cash App. My Cash App is dollar sign the black Hokage 08. Um, But yeah, that's all I got for the the intro. That was a long ass intro. Uh, So what I've been watching, what I've been watching, Loki, Loki came out on Disney Plus. Episode two drops like in a couple days, I think. Only episode one has came out since the, for... At the time in which this recording is dropped episode one it was good it was just kind of setting up the universe it's kind of like um the best way i can describe it is like if you've seen that show legends of tomorrow on the cw uh it it involves time travel and the multiverse with, with marvel and shit like that it's like legends of tomorrow but it's actually good um it's hard to gauge where it's gonna go but there's a lot of mystery around it i like the loki character i like the world i'm gonna keep watching it uh i'm enjoying it for what it is Uh, So definitely check it out, even though only one episode has dropped. That's all I got to really say about that. Um, What else I watched in the last podcast? The Logan Paul Mayweather fight. Um, We definitely had them alleged links in the Discord, allegedly. Um, I'm glad I didn't pay for that uh it was literally just what was it like eight rounds of logan paul hugging mayweather there's and then like mayweather knocked him out for those of you who weren't paying attention and like the, it, the clip was circulating a little bit on twitter but he knocked him out and then he was leaning on mayweather and mayweather held him up and then he got saved by the bell that shit was kind of funny uh i guess I'm, I'm not a fan of the paul brothers but kudos to him for getting in the in the ring with mayweather uh I think Mayweather proved that, you know, boxing is a skill. Uh, cause Logan Paul definitely towered over him. Mayweather's only like 5'7, five, 5'8. Five, He's only like 155 pounds or whatever. Uh, and Logan Paul's like, what? He's like 6'2, two, something pounds. Like he was he was a big ass dude, and Mayweather Mayweather schooled him. And you know, the crazy part is if you watch the fight, it wasn't even close. The the Paul Brothers fans, like, I was looking at the comments and shit. These motherfuckers is like cheerleaders. I get that, that, that that's your man, but like mayweather for people who watch boxing mayweather was not even trying and he took that motherfucker to school bro. Uh, he was dotting his eye up the entire fucking fight and like paul he was he was gassed by like the second or the third round um i'm glad i didn't pay for that shit though i, I would have preferred to see a full-blown knockout him him hit the uh the canvas or whatever but i will i will, I will say mayweather stop promoting that ethereum max nobody's buying that shit Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, what, what is going on with content creators in boxing? Which, by the way, if you're wondering if I'm ever going to do any boxing, no, the answer is no, not interested. Uh, but also there was an event like I don't know where this event came from. It was like added nowhere. But this one was totally free. It was streaming on YouTube, TikTok versus YouTube uh, boxing uh, that was on YouTube or whatever. Uh, my man FaZe Jarvis, he knocked out first of all, TikTok is down bad. Uh I said this on stream and I'm gonna put it on wax here. Uh I think I don't know how many fights there were, but let's say there were 10. I think nine of them YouTubers won, and only like one TikToker won. Like TikTok was down bad. And I had said on stream, I was like, yo, why is everybody surprised that TikTok is down bad? Like, why did y'all think that? TikTokers could fight. I don't know. That that sounds weird. That sounds weird. But I just uh, why did TikTok is more of a Gen Z. uh, TikTok is probably TikTok is probably my favorite social media app right now, just because of the opportunity it provides and there's a lot of creativity on there. But TikTok is dominated by Gen Z. It's a Gen Z app. we know gen z niggas can't fight uh so i don't know why y'all thought that TikTok tock was about to hop in the ring and do anything but all they can do is the renegade that's that's the only hook that they be throwing renegade renegade <laughs> uh my man faze darvis came through with the aim bot dotted my man's eye out knocked him out uh and then ddg shout out the dg ddg he, he won two in his fight uh he also just uploaded a video yesterday he was trending on twitter Yeah, he retired from YouTube. He deleted all his videos off his YouTube channels and he said he wanted to focus on his music or whatever Me and chaos were talking about that last night in the discord uh, and I was talking about like a lot of people are like really upset You know, they grew up with him He even said that in the video you've seen him grow But he said he wanted to focus on his music and I said I was like I don't even know why people are upset by him quitting YouTube like retiring like I'm not mad at it I completely understand it. He wants his privacy. He's at a he's at a point in his life where he's living comfortably he just wants to be in the studio, making money, touring, doing his music thing, and then just chill out. Like I, I, shit. Like if there was any point where like I could consistently get work in fucking television or like movies or like voice acting or something like that, uh, I'd I'd fucking quit YouTube too. Like maybe maybe stream on Twitch for my games, like here and there, but not consistently. Uh, like he just wants to fuck. He wants to give all his energy. So like I'm not mad at it. Shout out to DDG. I actually got a couple of his songs on my playlist. Like his music, his music is not like you know timeless it's not like he's dropping classic albums i'm not going to give him that type of but i would i would i would actually classify ddg as a rapper he's not he's not what you would call a youtube rapper i feel like that's a disrespectful term uh, for you know a youtuber that wants to rap, but it's like you wouldn't really put there. It's okay Hell you got a little flow, but you're not gonna put that shit on the playlist I actually have two DDG songs on my playlist uh, Follow me on Spotify uh, fit for Hokage. is the name of the playlist uh, So shout out to DDG. I'm not mad at him for retiring from YouTube. You know go live your life, bro Enjoy your music uh, keep grinding that shit is dope to see inspirational um, Let's get into the new side of things quick hits quick hits quick hits Uh, so y'all know I be having the weird news stories. I be saving these shits. So the first weird news story that I got for you guys, a lot of tech stuff as usual. Hold up, let me switch to my left camera. Um, Facebook. Look, all you little weird ass motherfuckers that be sitting on the internet beefing with niggas and shit, bro. All that about to stop on Facebook. First of all, if you're on Facebook, you weird. Uh, I'm waiting. I got a Facebook page. Maybe I. Maybe I'm weird. Well, it's it's for business. If you're on Facebook, like, you know, for regular-ass social media, that shit weird, bro. That, is shit, that's, that shit for aunties. That's where you go to slay aunties. That's just, <laughs> that shit for unks and shit, bro. Like, but, like, young niggas is not supposed to be on Facebook just chilling and shit. But anyways, unless they cut a fat-ass check Facebook gaming or something, I don't know. But anyways, uh, yeah, Facebook's AI monitor. Uh, Facebook is coming out with an AI moderator, which will tell group admi- admins that users are beefing in the comments. Part of a suite of new tools of managing Facebook communities. So let's say you have a Facebook group, right? Uh, basically, Facebook is coming out with AI that will alert the admins of groups if niggas is in the comments arguing and shit. Niggas who write a whole paragraphs. So Facebook is launching a new suite of tools to help group admins get a grip on their communities. Some simply offer a clearer overview of posts and members, while others are designed to help admins tackle conflict, including an AI powered feature that Facebook says can identify contentious or unhealthy conversations taking place in the comments. The tool is called Conflict Alerts. So basically, all you little weird-ass niggas that be writing full-ass novels, thinking you know everything about life, be arguing for hours on end with motherfuckers that don't got shit going on in your life on the internet. You, the group admins are going to be alerted that you niggas is arguing. Like, that, you're going to be on your phone. You're going to be riding the train. Uh, you're going to be chilling at fucking Starbucks or something. And you're going to get a fucking push notification saying, yo, niggas is arguing again in the group. So, like, if you're part of, like, an anime group and you're like, no, fucking... Uh, Samurai shampoo is the greatest all time. no, you you hockey shoes. Like if you guys are going back and forth, and this is getting weird and unhealthy, uh, group admins will be uh, alerted, and they'll probably hop in and be like, "Yo, shut the fuck up!" It's it's, it's fucking cartoons, bro. Yeah, I call anime cartoons. They cartoons. Get over that shit. Shit is fucking weird. So look out for that. I think that's funny. I think this is a feature that's very much appropriate for Facebook because I think Facebook is probably number one ranked in terms of weird ass niggas arguing on the internet. That and that piff comments. Niggas still going that piff? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, look out for this, this feature, uh, shout out to everybody who's still on Facebook. Y'all weird. Uh, next story I got for you. Ooh, y'all not going to like this one right here. Uh, for all the people who love, enjoy eating fake ass Mexican food. That's unseasoned Chipotle, Chipotle hikes prices to cover the cost of raising wages. Chipotle Mexican grill has hiked menu prices by roughly 4%. To cover the cost of rising, uh, raising its workers' wages across the restaurant energy chains such as Chipotle, Starbucks, and McDonald's have been increasing hourly pay for employees' companies' own locations in a bid to attract new workers and retain their current ones. Consumer demand has been roaring back for the restaurant mills um, I would imagine because I don't want to say COVID's dying down, but people are getting vaccinated, it's getting a little bit better, I guess. But the workforce has been slowing to return, pushing uh, eateries to sweeten the deal. Uh, Blah 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 blah. So they're raising it to $15 an hour Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it feels like the right thing they said at the right time And it feels like the industry is now going to have to either do something similar or pay some kind of catch-up So all the people all the fat all the people who are trying to make a career out of uh, being a fast-food worker because like when I was a kid you know working in a fast food spot you know that was supposed to be something you did like in high school maybe early 20s it was a stepping stone there's there's nothing if you work in a fast food spot there's nothing wrong with that okay long as you understand that shit is a stepping stone but we've entered a weird place in society where some of y'all are trying to make a career out of working at mcdonald's i don't know maybe if you become the manager or you own one that is different but you know what i'm talking about someone who just works the fucking cashier uh people are trying to make a career out of that y'all demanded it be 15 dollars an hour The argument was that, you know, if every fast food spot becomes $15 an hour because you want to become a career KFC nigga um, That then they're just going to introduce computers and there's going to be less people working there I think that's still coming But now you're also seeing the byproduct of $15 an hour is that now we're raising the price on food Uh, So my thing is like if you're raising the food by 5% you might as well just go to a sit-down restaurant also I'm not paying an extra 4% on Chipotle. I'm not eating Chipotle, period. Why are y'all still eating this shit? We have, I haven't really eaten this shit since like high school. I get you get a lot of food in the fucking burrito, except for New York, because the worst Chipotle i ever been to was in Manhattan. They charge like $5 extra than any other Chipotle I've ever been because it's Manhattan, but you get less food. But the food, I don't know, man. Controversial, unpopular opinion. Chipotle is not good. It's... it's, If I had to rate it from between an A and a B, it's like a C minus to me. Like if there's nothing else to eat, okay, we can go to Chipotle, but they don't be seasoning the chicken. They don't season the steak. The rice is not that good. They want to charge a million dollars for extra guac. The chips is $2 million. I don't understand. Why Why not I just go to a real Mexican restaurant? So just be aware. They are gonna charge an extra 4% because people want to make $15 an hour for for putting guac on a burrito. I don't know. Just letting you know, uh, put it out there. Uh, Next story I got for you guys. Oh, this one. This one's weird Amazon they're taking over the world. Here's another example Amazon devices will soon automatically share your internet with neighbors Amazon experimental wireless mesh networking turns users into guinea pigs uh, If you use an Amazon Alexa echo or any other Amazon devices you have only ten days until you opted into an Experimental that le- an experiment that leaves your personal privacy and security hanging in the balance On June 8th, the merchant web host and entertainment behemoth will automatically enroll devices. I repeat automatically, which, by the way, if you remember, it was either last year or the year before. I believe it was last year. If you had like a Spotify account or something like that, Amazon was giving away free Alexis. This is why the government's trying to get in your fucking house, bro, for free. Oh, free, a free dot, a free dot. This is why Amazon will automatically enroll the device, which, by the way, this article is from May 29th. Uh, so like, for those of you on the way, you're probably already automatically enrolled in this because uh, this, this is in June that I'm recording this, but... You will automatically be enrolled in devices in, uh, in Amazon Sidewalk the new wireless mesh service will share a small slice of your Internet bandwidth with neighboring sidewalk capable devices that don't have connectivity. Sidewalk will also help your Amazon devices to a silver of bandwidth from other sidewalk users when you don't have a connection so. The way they're trying to sell this is the positive is if your internet is acting a little shaky You can use your neighbor's internet because you guys decided to have this kind of socialist communist internet connection You see what I'm saying? Everybody gets internet The downside the problem with this is I'd imagine this is a fucking security issue and also I'm not paying, I'm not paying $80 a month for my gigabit internet, my five, I have a 5G connection in my house. I'm not paying fucking $80 a month so you niggas can steal that shit, bro. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. So I'm not paying, I don't like this. I'm glad I don't got no Amazon fucking internet connected devices in my fucking house. This is some bullshit. Um, But then what's really also weird about this is just, just a hypothetical, just a hypothetical. Think about this. Imagine you're just chilling in your house and your internet starts to slow down you start looking around looking at and you look out your window and there's a group of crackheads because for some or like homeless people just hanging outside of your fucking house a bunch of junkies walking around like zombies on their phone Because for some reason they have smartphones niggas be having I got a, I I got money oh, Actually, I'm broke, but let's pretend like on Earth 2. I got money, right? I got a fucking iPhone 10s I got a two and a half year old phone. I'm, I'm due for an upgrade soon I'm probably gonna get the 13 niggas is walking homeless niggas is walking around with an iPhone 14 already I'm like, how the fuck did you get there, bro? N- fucking homeless junkies walking around your house and shit and like you'd be like they be knocking on your. Hey, bro, reboot your router. Reboot your router, bro. Motherfuckers trying to stay. What, what are you doing over here? What you- hey, junkie. Hey, junkie. What are you doing over here? <laughs> fucking, oh, man, I'm, I'm here for the internet, bro. I heard y'all got that Amazon site, man. Fuck that shit, bro. Um, so go in your settings and make sure to turn this shit off because it auto-enrolls you in it. You better go check your fucking Amazon dot, your Amazon um, Echo Niggas is stealing your internet, but I need all my bandwidth to uh, download these goddamn Call of Duty updates. You know they fucking 200 gigabytes, and now you got random people on the street eating my internet. Fuck that communism shit. Anyways, uh, other story I got for you. Uh, Windows. Windows. Windows 11. I don't even know what to say to this. This literally just came out last night. Windows 11 leaks uh, reveal a new UI, a new start menu, and more. The next version of Windows is leaked online. Microsoft's upcoming Windows 11 operating system is leaked online today after screenshots were first published uh, on a Chinese site. The entire Windows 11 OS has appeared online, complete with a new user interface, start menu, and lots more. The new Windows 11 user interface and start menu looks very similar to what originally found in Windows 10X. Microsoft has been simplifying Windows for dual screen devices before canceling the project in favor of Windows 11. Visually, the biggest changes you'll notice can be found along the taskbar. Microsoft has centered the app icons here, cleaned up the tray area, and included a new start button and menu. Uh, so, I mean, if you're watching the video version at YouTube.com slash you can, like, see some pictures right here. Um, It looks clean. It looks simple, but it doesn't look like anything like innovator. That's gonna fucking like blow my mind And also, I don't see I didn't hear anything in this article about new features Like it, it seems like an evolution of just cleaning up the interface What new definitive features will be in Windows 11 that warrants me having to pay a hundred something dollars to upgrade it? Because whenever a new OS comes out you're fucking with your computer there's gonna be bugs and shit. It might not run games well. I, I spent a lot of money on this PC and I'm not trying to upgrade to something that doesn't work. Imagine all your games on Steam stop working or Origin or whatever because of Windows 11. So just be aware that it is coming. Um, there's beta tests out there floating around, uh, but we need to know what features because I'm not upgrading right away uh, if, 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 if it is coming. I'd rather wait for like a few updates. Uh, let me know in the comment version uh, of this podcast, would y'all, would y'all be early adopters of Windows 11? Because I don't give a fuck. Uh, and then last but not least, the other quick hit I got for you is the Call Me Daddy podcast. They signed for $60 million, an exclusivity deal with Spotify. Now, if you don't, if you never heard of it, Call Me Daddy is a podcast with a couple white girls. Talking about white girl shit. I don't know. Um partying and it's, I've, I've listened to like a couple of episodes. It's not for me. But the point I'm trying to make, though the reason I even brought this article up, just real quick to give y'all some inspiration. Uh this podcast is new. Like it's only been around for like a year, I think. And they just signed a sixty million dollar deal with Spotify. So if you if you get your numbers right, you put it in the grind, shit. I think the Joe Budden podcast, they got offered like a hundred mil from like Spotify. Hey Spotify, bro, I take twenty mil. Let me get a fucking check, bro. <laughs> i'm just putting this out there to fucking give some inspiration if you put in the work these motherfuckers is cutting checks out here there is money bro and it was not money like this in podcasting when like when i started uh back in like 2013-14 with the gi podcast there was literally no money but like in the last couple years they've been investing especially because spotify the uh the record labels they all up in spotify's ass they're, they're eating into their profits and stuff so spotify is trying to find new ways to bring subscribers onto the platform and they're trying to do that through original content whether it be podcasts and video content that's why they've been um pushing hardcore uh more podcasts they're coming out with like podcast playlists they're gonna be coming out with original videos and stuff like that so it spotify is slowly but surely transforming almost into like a s- like a, a, a YouTube competitor, I don't want to say a YouTube competitor, but something along that lines, like a Vimeo or some shit like that, um, and they cutting fat ass checks to get exclusive content on there, so I need one, I'm gonna need one of those, Spotify, um, yeah, so just, just some inspiration, be aware that these checks are out here, if you got a podcast, don't give up, um, or give up, cause honestly, I don't give a fuck. Anyways, what does your personal care routine say about you? Whether you keep it simple or have a 10 step plan, premium grooming products make all the difference in how you look and feel. Well, Hawthorne, you get the most out of your personal care routine with high quality shampoos, body wash, hand soaps, and even a luxurious sandalwood shaving gel, all made without sulfates, parabens, and other harsh chemicals. See, Hawthorne is a premium grooming brand that tailors your personal care routine to your unique profile. The first thing you do is you take their quiz. It only takes two minutes and they'll ask you things like how often do you shower, how often do you shampoo, is your skin oily, what's your favorite drink of choice. Actually it was very easy to fill out and it was very quick. At the end, I got an essentials bundle with all the products tailored to my body type and lifestyle. The products that I got was this set of clone, one for work and one for play, And which by the way, whenever I wear it i always get compliments you cannot it's summertime man you cannot walk outside musty you got to be smelling right and hawthorne got me right i got a shampoo that thickens my hair their lotion is non-greasy i just love all their products and what's great is hawthorne takes the risk out of shopping for personal care by giving you free shipping on your orders and returns while high quality self-care products tailored specifically to your needs from hawthorne looking your best has never been easier and since they're a sponsor of the show take hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by heading on over to hawthorne.com and use a promo code HOKAGE to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E.co. Use promo code HOKAGE at checkout at Hawthorne.co use promo code HOKAGE. You know, when I'm not recording Hokage Thoughts, this summer I've had to travel back and forth to Texas to record the loosely outlined podcast. And what's kept me sane is taking my Raycons on the road with me. See whether you're listening to your favorite playlist or listening to an audiobook, a pair of Raycons wireless earbuds in your ear can make all the difference. You get crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons look great and they feel even better. They come in a range of cool colors and with the customizable gel tips and for a comfortable in-ear fit. And Raycons are built to go wherever you go with quick and seamless Bluetooth pairing and a compact charging case, which by the way, it helps your Raycons last over 24 hours so you don't have to worry about charging your Raycons all the goddamn time. And since Raycon is a sponsor of the show, listen up. Raycon is offering 15% off of their products for listeners and here's what you gotta do. Head on over to buyraycon.com slash hokage. There you'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order. And it's such a great deal, you'll want to grab a pair and maybe even a spare. That's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash hokage. Face it, quarantine has given us all more free time than we like. So why not use that free time to reach a new level? With Skillshare, it's easy. You can witness your own transformation as you turn small steps into giant leaps. Skillshare is an online learning community centered around the idea of helping you improve via their online courses. I recently took a course called Video for Instagram by Hallease Neves. And the reason being is, people have short attention spans, so getting your point across in an entertaining manner can be tough when you have such a short period of time to work with. Her class taught me how to better tap into my creative energy, and what I love is the course is only nine parts long with no part being longer than five minutes. There's nothing better than getting better. Accomplishing growth is extremely satisfying. What's also dope is Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops with an annual subscription being no less than $10 a month. And since Skillshare is a sponsor of the show. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Okage and get a free trial of premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash Okage to get a free premium trial of Skillshare. Let's get into the gaming part of the podcast. I'm not gonna spend too much time on this because we gotta talk about this shit on the GI podcast. I gotta say some of this. But just quick stuff. Um, couple things. I've been playing Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which is the new PS5 exclusive. That's right, breaking news, PS5 finally has a fucking game to play. Um, first impressions is it a reason to buy a ps5 no it's ratchet and clink that being said it's a it's a fucking damn good ratchet and clink game but i personally would not buy a ps5 strictly for this game maybe if you're into returnal demon souls maybe there's enough there for you me personally i'm not a demon souls fan i don't like fucking returnal um but ratchet and clink is fired like it looks like a next-gen game and i'm playing it on performance mode it has a, f- a fidelity and a performance mode um and, and on performance mode i don't see any difference between it and fidelity mode runs at a smooth 60 frames per second has ray tracing in it the game looks fucking amazing it's responsive it's fun if you love them old school platformers wacky kooky fun with lots of colors uh you're gonna love rift apart it's 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 ratchet and clink um, and then also I've been playing the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I beat Mass Effect One on stream. The whole playthrough is on my second channel, Black Okage Plays. And then I started uploading my second uh, Mass Effect Two playthrough on uh, Black Okage Plays as as well. Um, the transition from one to two fucking fire mass effect legendary edition if you never played the game before pick it up if you have played the game before pick it up uh you get all the dlc you get better graphics quality of life changes the jump from one to two like i could feel mechanically it feels so much better so i'm really that's what i've been playing i've been playing apex ratchet and clank and mass effect and i've been enjoying them all because season 10 of apex not season 10 what do we season nine i think or eight i don't know it, it's fucking fire um but yeah also in the past week e3 happened um e3's a dud man e3's a dud and I'm, i've been trying to make up my mind on whether or not it was a dud because they didn't like did they not have anything to sh- i'm trying to figure out should i give them leeway uh did they not have much to show because of covid it's kind of halted game development and made it harder because everybody can't be in the studio with one another um or is E3 just dead because it's fucking dead? People have been saying that for a while. It's kind of like, I feel like maybe we should give them a little bit of leniency because this past year has been fucking rough. But like, yeah, this E3 was woo. This E3 was bad. First of all, for those who know where it, Sony didn't even show up. They said they doing their own thing. They said fuck E3. So Sony, Sony did not show up. Um, I like it breaks, I don't want to say it breaks my heart. Uh what's it just, I'm thoroughly surprised. Xbox won E3, in my opinion. They had the most games to show for the Game Pass. Um, the most interesting games to show. Uh, and, like, honestly, th- I would argue they probably really were the only ones that had a good press conference. Uh, Ubisoft was like, okay, like, with, mm, Xbox is the only one that really had a good press conference. Um, some of my favorite games shown at E3, uh, Battlefield 2042. That was easily the best trailer. If you have not seen the Battlefield 2042 gameplay trailer, please go on YouTube and do yourself a favor. That shit is fire. Fuego. Uh, that's a day one uh, cop. Uh, Xbox, one of the reasons they got a W is I've been making fun of Halo and Xfinity Comcast because, like, the single player that they revealed the first time, it didn't look good to me. Um, but that multiplayer is looking fire. It's looking like Halo is back. Halo Infinite's multiplayer, all the customization, the map design, the uh, the flow of the game, the pacing looks more like Halo, unlike Halo 5. I hate Halo 5's pacing. Um... The grappling hooks and shit, there's like new mechanics in there, um, new weapons and shit like that. Uh, and then on top of that, this is why Microsoft gets a W for those of you unaware, Halo Infinite's multiplayer will be free to play, triple A game looks really good. It's going to be totally free to play, and on top of that, it's going to be cross play between PC and Xbox, so there's no excuse not to play it. And they didn't say nothing about no damn BR, maybe there is a BR mode coming, I don't know, I personally don't care. I'm not playing Halo for BR, but I know a lot of people were worried that Halo is going to turn into a BR, no. It's gonna be the traditional multiplayer with new shit in there totally free to play that's a w for microsoft um i i that halo infinite has potential um psychonauts 2 looked fire i'm a big platforming fan so i'm looking forward to psychonauts 2 uh the outer worlds 2 they didn't show any gameplay but i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt i'm gonna give obsidian the benefit of the doubt because the outer Worlds was fucking fire if you have not seen my playthrough go on black hokage plays and watch my playthrough of the outer worlds it's the only game i've ever played it's it's basically fallout in space It's the only game I've ever played where literally you can kill everybody, bro. I'm talking about like the NPCs that give you missions, not not just fucking the actual villains in the main story. I literally killed every fucking body and got a crazy ending because of it. I remember I walked into a town and I shot up the whole fucking town and there was like certain missions that I didn't get. Like that shit, it lets you play how you want. That shit's fire. So because the first one was fucking fire and then on top of that, it was it was only like 30 hours like it wasn't like a super long RPG it was just long enough gave you just enough depth there that uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it I look forward to the Outer Worlds too um, but I'm tired of y'all asking me about Starfield um, Starfield's first gameplay trailer was shown it was all supposedly an engine it was nothing but a CG trailer of somebody in a spacesuit going into space people kept coming in my Twitch chat what did you think of Starfield what did you think of Starfield this shit is lit right bro no uh I it didn't impress me at all um and to be honest uh since Xbox is doing better we've bullied them into drop finally dropping some games uh they also had Redfall that game looked pretty cool uh since Xbox is finally getting some games i think it's time we shift our focus away First we gave uh, Nintendo the sad music, then we we ragged on Xbox for not having any games. I think it's time for um, me to shift my focus towards Bethesda. I think I'm gonna wage war against them now. Uh, World War Bethesda. They love to release broken games. I've had like three of their releases have blue screen in my PC. Um, I, I remember I didn't even get to start Wolfenstein. Because it blue screened my PC like three times in a row. And it's like, it gets to a certain point. It's like, yo, I heard this game is good, but I'm gonna have to protect my $2,000 investment. I just can't have you blowing up your game, blowing up my PC. And then the games that do work, like Fallout 4, when I played that shit, it was fucking lagging all over the place because the frame rate was dropping. Uh, it was hella unoptimized, falling through the map, glitches and bugs. Your community is the one that's fixing the game, not you guys. Don't forget, Fallout 76 is one of the worst fucking games of all time. I don't We, we still don't know what to do. The, and they got, and Todd Howard got on stage and lied and really tried to hype that shit like it was it was lit. That's literally one of the most, I feel like people forget how dog shit Fallout 76 is because y'all are so busy ragging on what's popular. We need to make it popular to rag on Bethesda because their games don't work, man. Uh, and people are sitting here talking about and like don't get me wrong bethesda also has arcane studios and id software like doom is fire and um what's that shit called with corvo um dishonored is fire but th- that's those are those are studios under the umbrella of bethesda games that are actually developed by bethesda softworks they don't fucking work ironically it's <laughs> They are like, what the fuck, bro? So like, when I say World War Bethesda, I'm not talking about Arcane and Id. I'm specifically talking about Bethesda. And Starfield is being made by the main Bethesda studio. So I, until we see some gameplay, I don't trust them. That shit sounds fucking annoying. You remember falling through the map in fucking Fallout? Imagine falling through your ship in Starfield and you're just floating in an empty void, bro. That shit would make me want to throw my Xbox. It'd make me want to throw my goddamn PS5. Um, I just don't trust them. I don't, I just don't trust them. I'm tired of y'all giving them leeway. I'm tired of y'all asking me what I think of Starfield. They didn't show no fucking gameplay. Their games don't work. It's World War Bethesda over here. I'm not buying, I'm not buying Starfield. If you see me playing Starfield, it's because I got it for free. Meaning either Bethesda sent it to me, uh, or, uh, somebody donated for me to play it. But I, I will not spend money on Bethesda games. No, World War Bethesda, baby. Um, but hands down hands down, um, and that's just me talking about me being skeptical, I'm not saying Starfield is trash, I'm just skeptical of it, but hands down, I will say the worst, the the worst showing of E3 2021 was Take-Two Interactive, they should be fucking ashamed of themselves, uh, they have so many games under the Take-Two Interactive umbrella, uh, the publisher, they, they're the owners of GTA, so they own Rockstar, they also own, you know, 2K Sports, uh, they own, I believe they own Gearbox as well, but Gearbox games fucking suck. They had their own press conference too. You see how I didn't bring it up. It fucking sucked. Um, but take two interactive should be ashamed of themselves. They didn't show no fucking games, bro. Do you, for those of you who think I'm like making this shit up, bro, go on YouTube and search take two interactive, uh, 2021 press conference for E3 these niggas sat in a zoom call you cannot make this shit up they sat let me see if i can pull it up on on the youtube version real quick let's see take two interactive uh e3 E3 2021 these motherfuckers sat on uh, a zoom call for an hour and 37 minutes let me switch over my camera for an hour and thirty-seven. Look, if you're please, if if you think I'm making this shit up, please pull up the the, the video version of this podcast. YouTube.com/slash/the_black_hokage. These motherfuckers sat in a Zoom call and had a uh, the the most. This is I was talking about this on stream. This is the type of shit where it's it just gives like super hyper conservative, uh, political people ammo. A, a bunch of fucking super liberal weirdos just sat. On and and I don't want anybody thinking that I'm like the super conservative person, but this is the type of shit that people make fun of. These these a bunch of liberal snowflakes sat on a Zoom call and talked about diversity for an hour and 37 minutes, didn't show no games. This is one of those moments where it's like, look, I'm all for diversity. I've made videos where I talk about I want to see more black hairstyles, more black characters, and shit like that, right? But there's a way to go about that. Just do it in the fucking game. Like, how about like Redfall, right? One of the reasons people were hyped about that Redfall uh uh, trailer during the xbox conference is because it had a beautiful black woman with some natural natural curly black hair she had the, the earrings and then like the gold grilling it looked like a black character literally i saw like every black chick on my fucking timeline talking about "Ooh, i'm about to cosplay that black girl from fucking redfall that's how you do it you just show work don't be extra don't be preachy this is an hour and a half of them fucking preaching about diversity and i was like joking i'm saying they literally look like the liberal brady brunch the way that it's set up let me pull this shit up let me pull the brady bunch theme up let's see brady brady bunch theme. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. if you've never seen the brady bunch go on youtube and search the brady bunch theme there's a moment where they're sitting in a bunch of towels smiling and singing and shit this is really what it was bro what the fuck does this have to do with any gaming bro i'm all for the kumbaya shit but come on bro show some fucking games. niggas in the chat talking about where's bully 2 where's gta 6 where's the new ips like i'm just saying bro this is the hands down. This is might be the worst E3 press conference of all time. Amazing. I don't know how you did it because you guys have some of the best games on the market. All you have, listen, all Take Two Interactive had to do is show a screen saying we're working on GTA Six. The internet would have went crazy. Finally, finally, and just like one little screenshot of some early artwork or whatever, people would have went fucking crazy. But nope, they sat on a Zoom call for an hour and a half, telling everybody that they're evil. Be nice to each other we need more this that and the third in our games and shit and be like okay cool we need more diversity in the games you're the ones that make the game shut the fuck up and make them um this this was l this was l and and nintendo shame on nintendo too that press conference was fucking ass um metroid dread if the reviews are cool i might i might play it but they did a bait if you watch the nintendo press conference it look because you know motherfuckers is waiting for metroid 4 where's that at It looked like it could have been a 3D Metroid, and people were like, oh shit, Metroid 4, Metroid 4, and then the camera cuts, and there's another 2D one, which by the way, it's an old game that they dropped, and they picked it back up, and now they're making it again, I think it's like a sequel to Metroid Fusion or some shit like that, don't quote me on that, but it looks like it, um, so a new 2D Metroid's coming, Mario Golf, we knew that was coming, I'm gonna get that, but we knew that was coming, um, they're, they're releasing a new mario party superstars or some shit like that it's basically the mario party they put out last year but last year's version didn't have any online so it's basically going to add online like it, it's a new game but it's the game that should have came out basically um they showed two seconds of breath of the wild not a reason to get hyped uh i, like, I look forward to it but that it wasn't enough to get me excited they just didn't really and then they shot a bunch of random jrpgs like it wasn't flat out terrible but it's like mm, And then I think I was annoyed, too, because we weren't allowed to stream the press conference. Uh, Nintendo, literally like 30 minutes before the press conference started, Nintendo put out a tweet. By the way, and it was in Japanese. They didn't even do it on the Nintendo America. Like, we had to go on Google. We had to go on Google Translate. They put out a tweet on their Japanese account saying, hey, don't stream our shit, bro. Uh, so I had to sit there with a a screen that said Nintendo sucks basically And then I was just listening to the press conference and like we we're streaming and we we're all just reacting to it And I was just like "Follow!" I had to drop the link in the chat because since I wasn't allowed to play the audio or the video on stream and I had to have the chat Follow along. I'm like bro. Why would you not want people to be excited about your games? You act like people are stealing the games or some shit like that if we stream your press conference um and, 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 and in hindsight it makes sense why they didn't want people streaming the um, the uh, the actual event because they didn't have anything to show, they didn't have anything to show, so they didn't want it rebroadcasted. They wanted to try to mitigate as much damage as possible because it wasn't a good look for Nintendo. Uh, where the fuck is the Switch Pro? <laughs> Sorry, I had to get a drink of the water. Where's the Nintendo Switch Pro at? Uh, they didn't show that either. There was so many, and you know, it pissed me off too. There were so many articles like being published about the Switch Pro. Seemed like uh, websites were really confident they had insider info, and this is why I always say when I talk about rumors, take it all with a grain of salt. Because until the actual party confirms that something exists, it does not exist. And they said nothing about the Switch Pro. Uh, they didn't show Bayonetta 3. Uh, we didn't get to see Metroid 4. No new original IPs. And yo, Nintendo really needs some new original IPs. It's like I'm not trying to put this energy into the universe, but I think it's it. I feel like Nintendo's at a very pivotal point. Um, and what I mean is uh, Miyamoto's getting up there. For those of you unaware, uh, let's 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 look, let's look up Miyamoto's... Miyamoto... I don't know how to spell his name. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto... How old is he? He is 68 years old, so he's pushing 70. For those of you unaware, Shigeru Miyamoto is the creator of Mario, Donkey Kong, Zelda... Basically, all the good games that you enjoy on Nintendo. Miyamoto created those 30 years ago, 30, 40 years ago or whatever. Um, he's getting up there at 70 um i think in the next 15 years it's possible that he could pass away i'm not trying to put that energy into the universe but you know people are getting older the average i think the average man lives to about um 72 73 um and he's he's 68 uh so his health could take a decline uh and when he passes away, hey, that's going to be a really sad day on social media because he's a fucking legend. Uh, that man influenced all, like, whether you're into gaming or not, Miyamoto has influenced your life on some way. He, he may not influence your life, but he influenced your life on some type of level because if you didn't play Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong, Star Fox, uh, your brothers, your sisters did, your mom or your dad, somebody in your family has been influenced by Miyamoto. So he's a fucking legend, bro. Um, and when he passes away, the brainchild of the Nintendo games, we see what happens when uh I think he made Metroid too. You see what happens when when Nintendo gives their games to other fucking companies. Uh when Nintendo gave Metroid to what was it, Ninja Theory or some shit like that. What was that one that came out on the Wii U? What was that shit called? That shit was fucking garbage, bro. Uh let's see. Metroid Wii U. Um when the mastermind passes away and you don't have anybody to pass the torch to, uh it's it's not it's not going to be uh what was that shit called? Oh, the other M. Yeah, the other M. That shit was Basura, bro. Uh, Who was that made by? Yeah, it was made by Team Ninja. Uh, Not Ninja Theory, but Team Ninja. Uh, When you give these properties to other companies, there's no guarantee that, like, you know, you can't... The thing about creativity is it's not a logical thing, right? Um what he sees in his mind is what he sees we cannot like that's that's why i struggled even getting like an editor because the way that i think the way that i edit is unique to me um so it and then like i don't want to go back and forth with an editor uh saying like i like it like this like like that like i just want somebody to be in sync with me and like you know i'm starting to get there like the the editor that i have is uh he's, he's doing better now he's starting to understand kind of my style and i'm fucking with it now but like, it can be hard to replicate somebody. I don't. I don't think we're ever gonna see another Miyamoto. Uh, so, who's next in line for Nintendo? Who? Who's? And where? And it's it, it's time to introduce those new IPs now. Um, I'm not saying we'll never get another good Zelda Mario game. I'm just saying there's a chance it might not be the same. Because even if Miyamoto is not like super hands on with the games nowadays, he's still overlooking them to some degree. And I, I I'm pretty sure he is very hands on still nowadays. Um, I don't know Nintendo. Introduce some new games. I knew some new games, Uh, so Xbox One E3, in my opinion, uh, the Xbox mini fridge was the best thing shown. I'm joking, Uh, but they had the most games that I was interested in. Um, But I would say the best game shown at E3 was Battlefield 2042 that looks like a game that's like, whew, I, I might have to upgrade my PC, everybody, that shit looks amazing, the fucking revolution, that twister, that twister, 100, 128 players on the PC and next-gen version, 64 players on the map on last-gen, the maps look fucking huge, I like what I read about it, like, when you cap a point, you don't have to recap it, it's, it's permanently locked down, so even though the maps are huge, it's gonna, the objectives aren't gonna take forever to get um just visually it looks amazing the gunplay looks it looks like battlefield it looks like a labor of love it looks like battlefield might be bad because battlefield was fucking ass last, i did not enjoy the last the last battlefield i enjoyed was hardline um bad and then battlefield four and three um but yeah those are just some general thoughts on e3 uh next we're gonna get into the questions section of the podcast but before we do because i've been talking up a storm i'm gonna get another swig of the water Uh, Okay, we're transitioning over to the questions section of the podcast. Quick disclaimer for those of you unaware during this moment of the podcast, um, every podcast right before I record, I put out a tweet and I say something along the lines of, hey, guys, I'm about to record another Hokage thoughts. Feel free to leave some topic suggestions or questions you have for me. It can be about anything and I'll try to answer them to the best of my ability. And that's exactly what this section of this podcast is. My word is not law. I do not know everything. People ask me questions and I simply try to answer them to the best of my ability. So you can do whatever the fuck you want with this information. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore. I keep it real so you know when the next episode is going to drop. If you want to get a question, submitted, um, The first question with the disclaimer out of the way comes from Shavante, and he says, are you into meditation at all? And what are your thoughts on it? I say, whatever helps you find your peace, uh, whatever helps you find your center, go for it. Explore all options. So if meditation works for you, cool. Have I tried it? Yeah, I fell asleep. I've tried it at least like three different times and I fell asleep. The closest thing I could say that like I found meditation to be helpful for me for is like maybe uh, before bed, I always go on YouTube and I uh, I have Chromecasts on my TVs and I, I beam um, you know, like ten hours of rain and thunder playing in the background so i like ambient noise but that doesn't really count as much it, it does help me calm down and fall asleep but like traditional meditation where you sit there and like just try to find that center it doesn't really work for me because i have too many thoughts going on in my head my brain is always rushing a thousand miles per minute thinking about x y and z worrying about the future. So it's hard for me to like, shut that off. It personally does not work for me. And then I get bored and I just fall asleep. Uh, I always feel like I have to keep doing something, but if you've never tried it, I would recommend trying it. There's a bunch of different apps you can download. Some of them are free, some of them are not. It might work for you. Um, exercise works for other people. Like whatever, whatever you do, whatever you can do to find a healthy mind, I say, go for it. Um, like meditation is not that big like in the black community i looked at your profile i think you're black i mean your name's shivante you're black nigga uh (laughs) so like i know it's not like a thing that's big in the black community who gives a fuck bro go for it if you gotta do yoga to find a fucking peace of mind go for it i've been doing a lot of yoga lately uh mainly because i've been using this athletics this this workout app called freeletics and it incorporates a lot of yoga into my routine because you punch in when you open the app you punch in um what are your fitness goals and then and then what type of equipment do you have or if you don't have any at all and based off of that it formulates workouts for you uh, a few days a week and literally you just follow along and even implements the rest time and stuff in there how many reps how many sets you got to do it has videos for how to do everything including the yoga poses as well as the weightlifting stuff like that it's a really good app it's called Freeletics. f-r-e-e-l-e-t-i-c-s like athletics but free in front of it uh, I know that has nothing to do with your question, but yeah, I guess exercise is like my peace of mind or whatever. Um, next question comes from Willie D. Uh, he says, "Do you have any advice for someone that's trying to get back in shape, but is having trouble staying motivated and consistent?" Um, first thing I would say is focus on what you enjoy. Uh, too many people do what's best for you. The same thing applies to like what I just said earlier, right? Whatever you can do to find your peace of mind, if it's meditation or whatever, go for it. Same thing when it comes to your health, right? Too many YouTube channels I see in online influences on Instagram say, you need to do this weightlifting routine or you need to do this type of cardio, fuck that shit, bro. Any type of exercise is good. As long as you're fucking moving, it's more, and, and being consistent, the most, so I always encourage people to in, figure out what you enjoy first. That's the reason I jump rope so much. It's because I generally enjoy jump rope. It's almost like dancing when you skip um, you put on a good beat and just skip to the beat it doesn't feel like I'm working out half the time um, so that's why I jump rope versus like people like oh you gotta run fucking 600 miles a day or whatever and it's like I don't personally enjoy running a it's boring it's not mentally stimulating to me jumping jumping rope is stimulating to me because you're doing multiple things at a time um, but if you enjoy rope running then do that uh, if you enjoy calisthenics then do that if you enjoy playing basketball do that soccer whatever football wherever the fuck you from baseball whatever you enjoy swimming i would say focus figure on trying to figure out trying to focus on what you enjoy so like let's say it's swimming right you really enjoy swimming you got a pool in your apartment complex or something and so you know you can get some reps in swimming every day 20 30 40 minutes then go on youtube and look up different workout routines in the pool there you can do calisthenics in the pool and it's actually really good for you they uh that's what they do for people who like blow their knee out and shit uh what's that shit called uh Uh, Rehabilitation because the the water takes the pressure off your joints and shit so you can do a lot of calisthenics in the water Of course, you can swim laps Um, Look up routines for that shit. Uh, I don't know if you like to play baseball look out look up workout routines great for baseball That'll help you with your swing or some shit. I don't know focus on what you enjoy That way it doesn't feel like you're working out all the damn time, especially on them days where you don't feel like working out I don't know if you enjoy dance do dance um and then also i would say don't starve yourself uh too many people when they get into working out they be starving themselves that's one of the worst things you can do you need to eat you do need to be in a calorie deficit when you when you want to lose weight but what that means is i think um i think most nutritionists and i'm not a doctor by the way but I'm, i'm pretty sure most nutritionists say that the average human needs about 2500 calories per day to maintain uh if you know that's how many calories you need to be in a calorie deficit i don't know Eat 2200 calories or 2000 calories, whatever, whatever amount that you can carve off, but you can still try to maintain your muscle and like your energy levels. Right. Uh, if you you eat 2,000 calories instead of 2,500, it shouldn't fuck with your energy levels too much. But a lot of people, they'll go from 2,500 calories or some of y'all, a lot of y'all be eating more than 2,500 calories. Y'all be eating like 6,000 calories a day because y'all live in Texas and go to fucking Bucky's. Uh, I don't know why I said that. But anyways, uh, but yeah, a lot of y'all be eating like 6,000 calories a day and you'll go from like 6,000 to like fucking 1,000 and then you turn into a stick and you lose all your muscle. So the point I was trying to make, the reason you don't want to starve yourself is you'll you'll end up uh, your body will end up eating itself it a it'll fuck up your metabolism and the goal when you're working out is to actually boost your metabolism that's the benefit of weightlifting. you want to boost your metabolism so you don't have to work out as hard eventually and then um C, when you starve yourself um if your body is not getting enough daily nutrition from the food you'll start to eat your own muscle and then you'll start to deflate and look flabby and shit uh that's why a lot of people when they lose weight that's why a lot of times they end up, they look skinnier, but then they, they had like that skinny fat look. And that's because A, they weren't weightlifting. They weren't f- focusing on body recomposition, but then also they weren't eating enough. Um, so then their body started eating their muscle away, and you physically get weaker. So be careful with that. Enjoy what you, find something that you enjoy, focus on that. And then also focus on proper nutrition and make sure you're eating enough. You cannot speed up the, the weight loss process. You should not be losing more than two to three pounds a week uh, if, you, if you're, if you're, if you're doing a proper calorie deficit if you are losing more than that that's because you're morbidly obese there are people out there that'll lose like 20 pounds a week for like a couple weeks or what like that but even that that's not sustainable and they're morbidly obese so i understand the the less you have to lose the slower it's going to come off um especially those last few pounds hopefully that helped uh, next question comes from Inhuman Line, and he said, You mentioned that Red Circle is your host site for uh, Hokage Thoughts. That's where I upload the audio. Uh, was there a specific reason why you switched to Red Circle? Is switching a hosting site simple? Uh, so originally, I started this podcast on Anchor, which is a platform owned by Spotify, free hosting. That's why if you go back and listen to like the earlier episodes, I'll say Anchor.fm/slash The Black Okage, but that's not where I upload anymore. I upload to Red Circle. The reason I switched was for business reasons. It was money. It was it was advertising. Uh, Red Circle sent me an, an email. They said, "Hey, our hosting website is free, just like Anchor. Different. The difference is." Uh, We have people specifically uh, that reach out to our creators and they help you get ads for your advertisement and that's where I met my ad guy uh, who provides me ads for my advertisement. So it it was more about money anchor wasn't anchor was just free hosting, but it wasn't offering me any type of opportunity. Um, but through red circle, I was able to, that's where I get all these ads for these podcasts. I get big brands like that. Uh, granted that dude does not work for red circle anymore. And we kind of have a one-on-one personal a relationship. But what's cool about red circle now is, um, if you don't have a guy to specifically go out there and get you ads, red circle actually, uh, introduced a platform where you like, once you average like a thousand, no, I think it's like 500. Don't call me on this. It's like 500 to a thousand listens per episode downloads you get access to the red circle advertising, um, advertising market. And it's like a new tab on red circle. When you're in your account, you'll see it. And literally there'll be a bunch of advertisers there. And you can, uh, you can basically uh, apply to get ads so you can make some money on your podcast or whatever. So they literally have a built in marketplace for getting advertisement on red circle. Um, it's just opportunity. They, they seems like they're innovating more versus anchor. I does not really seem like they're really doing anything with it. Um, but anchor's not bad. It's just Red Circle offered more opportunities. It's basically the same shit. Is it hard to transfer your podcast? No. Uh if you Google how to transfer from Anchor to Red Circle, like something could come up. They have like an article on Red Circle on how to do it. Literally, you just grab your RSS feed from Anchor and then you paste it into your Red Circle account, and then it'll shoot all the episodes over to your Red Circle account. um And what's cool is you don't—if your stuff's already on Apple and Spotify and stuff—you don't have to worry about it. It doesn't fuck with any of the files. Like it'll—the st- it, listener would never have not—the listener would have never known I switched platforms unless I just told them right there. It does nothing to it. So like, and it takes like a couple hours, depending on how many. If you don't have a lot of episodes, it is shouldn't take more than like 30 minutes if you have a lot like me like it took like a few hours for the servers to update but the viewer will never notice it's a very smooth experience you just need the rss feed and paste the link in to, you would have to search how to do it because i don't remember how to do it exactly but search how to transfer podcasts from anchor to red circle am i encouraging you to do it nah it just worked work for me try to figure out what works best for you Hopefully that helped uh next question comes from mando um this is the way And he says, I started a group podcast and we finished our first 10 episodes. Shout out to you. And it was a blast. We learned a lot. Can you give some tips on how to record when not in the same room? We use Anchor, but it saves as one audio file. So it's hard to edit just one person if they sound off. If their sound is off. I'm about to sneeze. Holy shit. Oh, wait, wait. False alarm. False alarm. Wait, maybe. Oh, uh, wait. This. (coughs) Rate this shit five stars on podcast. This podcast sucks. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, so he uses anchor to, re- I didn't even know you could record audio through anchor. I don't record through anchor. I would never use no app like that. I'd use, I use OBS to record. I'm recording this through OBS. Uh, and I record the GI podcast through OBS. So the way I record it, cause we record on one soundtrack too. I understand the struggles that you have. Um, the way i record the gi podcast with the guys through obs is i just manually mix their audio so what i do before we record is i say jg speaking to the mic and i look at i look at his meters uh i like to have the audio kind of somewhere um like in the green and it can go a little bit into the yellow but like that's like the sweet spot i don't let it go halfway i don't let it go past the halfway mark on the yellow because then they get too loud so I, I like a little bit into the yellow on the on the on the sound meter that's kind of where i have it then i tell ethos to do the same thing and once his meter's there, like I'll shift the meter like left and right to try to make sure his audio is mixed perfectly. Uh, then I look at mine. Once we're all kind of in that sweet spot, uh, I'll just record all on one soundtrack. But you can't tell. Uh, I've just learned how to manually mix audio through one soundtrack over the years really good. Um, but there is an option too for people who remotely record. You want to have several, let's say you don't want to worry too much about that, uh, and you want to have separate audio tracks for you and your friends so then you can mix the audio manually. There is an option. Here you go uh oops ethos put me onto this recently uh i've been thinking about getting it um so it's called iris it's called iris.fm if you're listening to the audio version uh iris.fm uh you can record your podcast remotely in high definition uh remote uh it's a remote recording software built for podcasting with studio quality video and audio uh, we progressively back up while you record so you never lose a special moment, and it allows you to record on multiple audio tracks. Um, hold up, where is it at? Uh, progressing recording. Air, it's optimized down here with the video streaming Immediately start recording, invite others to plan ahead. There, we give you the uh, night. so yeah, there you go. Like, uh, there and then install software. Each team member has set permission so they can just record and download or record files, and others can invite others. See, I think you can uh have multiple audio tracks or whatever how much does this cost uh but it, i think there's other options so you can do nine dollars a month for two hours of recording not 20 dollars a month or 29. Uh, it's a little bit pricey i think there's other ones too uh remote that's the one that he put me on record i think there was a website that let me see best interview so there's iris there's riverside.fm as well uh, it supports up to eight people uh, if you want to record multiple tracks there's Squadcast. Uh, there's a bunch there's literally it's literally on podcastinsights.com. they have best uh podcast interview software to record remotely so there's options out there if you want to record multiple tracks that's the one i know of iris but look into them do your research don't just get iris because i recommend it that's the one ethos recommended to me me personally i have not used it i've been doing research myself because you got to pay for this shit but it is an option if you want to try it out so hopefully that helps uh google's my friend google's um Next question, it comes from Fro Who Knows, and he says, when you were younger, you held the view that men and women can't realistically be friends. Now you mentioned that it isn't the case. What made you change your point of view? No, I still, I still, I still stand by that statement to some degree. We talked about this on, check out the Loosely Outline podcast, youtube.com slash loosely outline. We talked about this a little bit. It's still the same for the most part. The only thing that's changed, I'd still, I think men and women can be friends when there's no sexual attraction there that that that's how i feel that's my stance on it okay i'm a i don't want to hear no chicks i'm not trying to hear every chick's problems i still stand by that um but to be honest i can be friends with a chick if i'm not trying to fuck her i'm just being 100% honest that's that's the conclusion i've come to as i've gotten older um and because i get pussy i've had pussy but some of y'all are just thirsty as fuck so y'all trying to fuck everything because i've had plenty of pussy in my damn lifetime i'm not trying to fuck everything moving so i can be friends with a with a woman because and and it's not even necessarily like i it has to be an attraction, right? Like there's a lot of women that I think are pretty, but I'm not attracted to them. If I'm not attracted to you, like I don't want to fuck you, then I'll be all right. Uh, I I can be friends with them. And even still there's limitations to that friendship. I'm not going to listen to your problems all day, but we can, we can play games. We can talk here and there and shit like that. But I am a hunter. Uh, and if I, if you're a woman that I'm attracted to and I'm trying to hunt after you, we can't be friends. Uh, so like my answer is sort of still the same. It's somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle. Um, and then even on top of that, like let's keep let keep this shit a buck, bro. We men, bro. At least I am. Uh, I don't know what you are listening. Uh, even 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 the women that like we quote unquote friends. Like even though I'm not, even though I friend zoned her because I'm not attracted to her, so we can be friends or whatever. If I'm bored and she cute and she's trying to throw it back on a nigga, I'm a let her like. <laughs> like i'm just being real bro i'm just being real so like the answer is like yes and no to me like yeah i can be your friend but it's because i'm not interested in you but like if i'm interested in you i'm not being friends with no chick that i can that i'm interested in because like it's always going to be in the back of my head and i'm not me personally i'm not letting i friend zone women but i will never i will never be friend zoned by no chick nope nope fellas stop doing that shit stop letting chicks friend zone you so like if you can if you can friend zone the woman then, yeah, like, I can be friends with because I'm not interested in her, but don't ever get friend-zoned by no chick, bro. Do not be no fucking orbiter. Oh, I hope one day she gives me a chance. you sitting there listening to all her problems. Like, do, yo, that is so disrespectful to yourself, to be friends with a chick and let her sit there and tell you about all the dudes she's fucking knowing damn well you want to fuck her. That shit is weird to me, bro. I can't do that, personally. I don't want to hear that shit. Uh, so that's kind of where I stand. It's like a yes and a no. It's, it's, it's a big, eh. Um... Next question comes from Cool Killers, and he said how are you liking season five of my hero academia i haven't watched a single episode and i'm gonna be honest i talked about this on stream i randomly had the epiphany i was like you know for my hero academia being the big mainstream anime that everybody knows about nobody's talking about season five that shit must be boring and then everybody in my chat was like yo we've been i've been watching it that shit is boring i've had a couple people tell me like the last couple episodes is starting to heat up it's leading into a fire arc that's you can read about in the manga you already know i don't read manga so i'll wait for season six but it sounds like season five is a dud that's what i ain't watching that shit shit i'll wait till the season's finished um next question it comes from oscar finney said what influenced you to move out of orlando the housing market Yo, niggas from orlando swear it's expensive down here it is not i have a i have a high-end apartment i live in a very nice neighborhood you know it's funny every time i hang out with somebody or like or i'll get like an uber driver to go somewhere they always like yo you live in a really nice area my rent is 1400 a month like apparently that's expensive down here and like people are like yeah it's going up I'm like, yeah. The, the the type of apartment that I have in DC would have been like 2,500 to 3,000 a month and it's 1,400 a month down here and you get a pool and you get a gym. Uh, so the housing market is not an issue for me. It's not expensive to me. It might be expensive to Floridians, but it's not expensive to me. Um, but nah, it's not the housing market is why I'm moving can allegedly, uh, opportunity legally i can't speak about it right now legally because the paperwork's not done so legally i can't speak about it i'm not trying to jinx anything uh but opportunity that's all i can say you'll you let me let me put it this way you'll know follow me on twitter uh by the way yo i i just realized i promoted my twitter and i promoted the wrong one yo so i i finally got my twitter name my twitter name is not mr underscore i keep it real anymore i gotta get used to stop saying that my twitter name is the black hokage now which by the way it's crazy once i got my twitter name i've been catching mad followers bro uh that name must be real popular on twitter well it is because somebody a fucking troll had my name for the longest but i put in the word i told my agent go get my fucking name bro uh and he did it he, he put in some calls to twitter and i got my name uh and it literally only took like a week to get that shit uh so next i got out and i got my name on instagram my name on instagram changed too my name is the black hokage on instagram now too so if you want to follow me on social media my instagram and my twitter are both the black hokage last i'm trying to get um TikTok and Facebook I don't really care about Facebook if I get it cool if I don't that's cool too I don't really use Facebook, but I do want my name on uh, TikTok too. to uh, nobody's using that name Somebody has it but it's it's a dead account. So I'm working on getting that as well So don't even bother trying to get it. My nigga's gonna get it for me uh, <laughs> So yeah, uh, I, I I stated earlier if you want to submit a question follow me on Twitter at mr Underscore I keep it real that isn't it's an end of error. That is not my Twitter name anymore It's literally the black Okage and I think the reason I've been getting a lot of followers too is uh now when you google the black okage my i come up now like my my brand is not all which is if you want a piece of advice about branding whatever your brand name is the first thing you do is you want to go out and you want to claim all your names across all social medias even if you don't plan on posting today or tomorrow just get your names to be safe and have them i made that mistake and that's why it's taken me so fucking long and the only reason i've been able to get my names on social media finally is because i had the connections if you don't have the fucking connections, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get your fucking name. So before you announce whatever your brand is called, if those names have not been claimed on social media, go and make an account for every fucking thing, whether or not you're not going to put you, whether you, whether or not, you know, if you're going to post or not. So go claim your name on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever, every social media platform, which by the way, shout out to Zaya yo that chick yeah she works hard when once we decided that we were going to come up with a name loosely outlined uh we recorded we recorded the podcast right the pilot episode uh I, I flew back home to Orlando and when I landed I got a text message from her and she literally had a um a google a google doc with all the login info for our our um our social media pages. The name loosely outlined was not taken anywhere. So it was an original name. So literally, all the social media pages, she created accounts for all of them and she gave me the login info. And I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, so I don't got to worry about you. You work hard. I like that. This is the fuck I like to see. I was like, you work hard, I'm going to work hard. So if you want some advice, I know this has nothing to do with any of the questions uh, submitted. If you have a brand, I don't know. Your name is, I don't know the The Boston Gamer Podcast. If that name is not claimed across social media, before you announce your first episode of whatever type of content that you do, go claim your names just to be safe because you don't want to have to deal with. You don't want to have to go through. I'm speaking from experience. You don't want to have to go through. Um, and and you want all your names so that when people look you up on Google, it's only you that comes up. You had to find. A lot of people were following that Black Hokage account when I didn't have it. They were following it thinking it was me and there was some troll that had that account because he would post pictures of me um, people thought it was me um so when people google you if you if you have all your names no matter what they click that you know they're gonna be on you so do your due diligence i don't know what the fuck that had to do with anything um next question comes from leon and he said do you ever think about pursuing wrestling or sports past high school uh no uh i Bro, I'm like 15 years removed from like high school or whatever, so I don't care about it now. But like right after, no, I just went to school. I wasn't, I wasn't really that interested. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was a kid, but I didn't know I didn't want to wear a suit. So I I thought about this like I actually manifested it. It it came true. I did not know what I wanted to do, but I always said I wasn't going to wear no fucking suit. And it it happened. I didn't wear no suit. So now I wasn't I wasn't really interested. I wasn't interested in going pro. There's there's enough black people in pro sports. Uh, (laughs) uh, Let's see. Next question comes from Chris and he says this is the last one, too. He says, what are your thoughts on people um, people not working anymore and just collecting unemployment? I personally can't even get myself to call out or work when I'm actually sick. Do you think shit's getting out of hand with government money, especially now that they're supposed to give money for kids uh, per month? So, A, if you're actually sick and you're having trouble calling out of work, they give you time off for a reason. Please take that. Be considerate of other people. Don't be getting people sick. But I understand that mindset. I'm the same way. Uh, like, you just got to get up and get it. Um, only thing I can say is mind your business, man let let that's natural what you're witnessing is natural selection it sounds like somebody who's getting older uh and you're starting to see your peers trying to find any way to slip through the cracks get some free money from the government and unemployment but it sounds like you got a good head on your shoulders and you're just trying to put in the work i would say don't even worry about those people man they they, they you probably talk to your coworkers, and they probably talk about how they're finessing unemployment and all this other shit let them talk, let them laugh. You'll get the last laugh because in the next five to 10 years, if you keep putting on the keep, keep putting up the work and keep using things as stepping stones, you'll look up, uh, and you'll be happy with your own life. And in 10 years from now, they won't be happy with their own life. Cause they ain't put in the work. They just trying to collect unemployment. So don't even worry about that shit. But what I will say is make sure you take your days off a, cause whatever company you working for, they don't give a fuck about you. Uh, so make sure you take your days off when you're not feeling well, they taking advantage of you. So you take advantage of them. Um, i saw i saw i saw tiktok it was it was a quote that resonated with me and it was like uh he was like fuck a two weeks notice and he's like reason being is they don't give you a two weeks notice when they fire you out of the blue uh he's like you could be or when they lay you off he's like you can literally be the hardest worker at a company and out of nowhere they'll come into your cubicle and they'll let you go because they gotta realign the fucking books or some shit like that they don't give you no two weeks notice I don't know if I agree with that statement. I get where he was going with. He was saying, you're just a number. You're just a cog in the machine. I get what he was going with. uh, But I still would just to be professional, because if you leave a job and you don't put a two weeks notice in when that new job, when you go to apply for a new job and they go check your past work experience, if they go call whatever past company you went to and they find out that you quit on the spot, like randomly, that can affect you from getting the job. So be professional. But I understand where he was going with. Um, but yeah, that's all I got on my show notes. Hopefully the questions that I answered, hopefully I helped y'all. Hopefully I gave y'all some info. Hopefully y'all were entertained by today's podcast. I have other shit I need to do. Uh, actually we're going to be recording. Uh, Zay is coming to, uh, Florida. She's coming to Orlando, uh, on Friday. So expect more episodes, loosely outlined youtube.com slash loosely youtube.com loosely outlined. Expect more there. We, we record in bulk. Um, we trying to stay busy. I'm just staying busy bro working on other stuff as well behind the scenes just getting right getting right getting right stay on trend, trying to stay physical and shit um if you enjoyed it hit the like button on the video version at youtube.com slash the black follow me on social media my instagram and my twitter are the black at the black um if you're listening to the audio version please be sure to rate the show five stars on apple Podcasts. even if you're listening to it on spotify republic radio google Podcasts, stitcher please open up the Apple Podcast app and just go rate the show five stars. It helps it move up the algorithm. And if you want to send a donation to a brother, dial sign, the black Hokage 08, a dollar, a million dollars. It's all appreciated. Other than that, that's all I got on the show notes. I appreciate you guys for listening once again, and I'll see you guys on the next episode of Hokage Thoughts.